0: What's up everybody? This is Julie with another episode of my favorite episode of Today is a little different, a little twist to uh, today's episode. Because of the holiday season, we will be talking about the movie Home Alone and back by weirdly popular demand. I have Matt and Brian, my brothers, back with me.
1: Second time on, second time I didn't get to pick, but I'm here.
0: (laughs) Maybe 2020 will be your year. For some reason, people like really enjoyed listening to us talk to each other, which it's probably because we're so mean to each other, I would think. (laughs) Um, But I'm about it. I mean, I enjoy talking to you guys sometimes.
1: I've actually been told by uh, someone that used to be my boss that I shouldn't do a podcast or be on a podcast because I have a weird voice. He said that I'm one of the few people that has a deep but also nasally voice. It was very hurtful.
0: Yeah, you got. I mean, we've known this for years, but you got the whole stinky from Hey Arnold thing going on. I
1: got the whole vibe.
0: You got the whole. You're you're just the whole deal.
1: Yeah, whole kit and caboodle.
0: So, anyways, now that you guys, the ones that don't know Brian, can get you have a uh, image of what he looks like. Yeah. We can move on. Well, this was voted
2: by the Facebook group,
0: right? So. We all love Christmas a lot and I am very guilty. I know Matt is, I'm not sure if Brian is, but very guilty of loving corny movies that nobody else likes for Christmas. So we figured we would give our listeners the opportunity to choose what we uh, we talk about. So home alone one. Uh, what were the what were it the was, options? I think
2: you sent me home alone. Polar Express, Christmas Vacation, or uh, How the Grinch Stole, Grin Stole Christmas. I, this was the one that I was hoping would win, honestly,
1: of those yeah.
0: four. Yeah. So, so I'm glad that we picked I, this because yeah, this is a classic. This. You know,
1: absolute classic.
0: We're gonna. I'm gonna have you too. This mm-hmm. is gonna sound crazy, but there might be people out there who have never seen Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know it's weird, right? We just gotta assume there was people. I thought everyone saw the episode of Boy Meets World, the Halloween episode. There was people that didn't know what the fuck we were talking about. How so, dare they? How yeah. dare they? So one of you I'm just going to have summarized just briefly because I know it's like a fucking hour long movie. So it doesn't need to be too extensive, which maybe I'll pass this to Brian because knowing that <laughs> he might get into too much detail what the movie's about. So Brian, I uh, I choose you to do that. <laughs> The movie
1: is about a misunderstood kid that just can't seem to get along with his family. And one night, right before they go on their Christmas trip to Paris, uh, he gets really angry and he sleeps in the attic. And then they wake up late because the power goes off for a minute. So now they're all rushing to the airport, and this little shitbag next door won't leave him alone. And he ends up in the van, so they accidentally tap his head and count him, think they had all the people. They are, they're on their way to Paris. Kevin's not in the van. Kevin's home alone, title of the movie. So now they're like, what are they going to do? And then at the same time, these two robbers are like, hey, we're going to break into this house. And the term, the juice isn't worth the squeeze, is not in their dictionary. So no matter how many times they're like, this is a bad idea, they're like, we're still going to try. And uh, boy, is it kooky. Boy, is there pain. And boy, is there a happy ending and a Christmas message at the end.
0: Wow, that was beautifully done. I'm really Thank glad you. that
2: you brought up their obnoxious neighbor because he ruins sucks. everything. He sucks so bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, and he's not, he's not, even, he's not in it for more than five minutes, but the whole time he's in it, I feel like he's just painful. I think his name
2: is. I wrote it down. I forgot to bring my notes up. I think it's Mike Murphy. It's something Murphy. But he just walks up to the the drivers and he's like, "Hi, I'm Mike Murphy. I live across the street. How much mileage does this truck get? Where are you guys going? Did you hear they're going to Paris? Who goes to Paris for Christmas?"
0: And then he's yeah, just going through, through their lot.
2: bags and the car and stuff.
0: He's a lot. And I I mean, you you feel for Kevin, you know? He he's I, I I'm sure you've all seen the meme of like as you get older, you wonder what the fuck Kevin's dad did as a career to afford the house and sending nine people to Paris, which is like 100% true. I mean, what yeah. the what was the what was his career? Did they ever, they didn't come out and tell us?
2: There, there's a theory that he's like part of the mob because of the way he acts when the cop is, when Joe Pesci's posing as a cop. He's like, am I being arrested for something? <laughs> he's very like relaxed about it. I hate
0: people and their theories. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's part of the mob, like, come on. Um, But yeah, you feel for Kevin. I mean, his family's like, they just treat he's first of all macaulay caulkin as a child he's adorable okay he is so adorable he's not adorable now he's no. actually no probably, he's,
1: he just got clean he, he's handsome now
0: no he's equivalent to being as scary as fucking nicholas cage okay he's up there with like <laughs> creepy actors but how do you know he's clean <laughs> are you friends
1: <laughs> yeah call him oh, up kev. get him on the show oh here let me call him hey kev <laughs> what are you doing you by yourself? Oh, so you're home alone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Ridiculous. You're so stupid. I can't. <laughs> I'm so annoyed right now. But
2: he's also, like, when you watch the movie, for, for being as young as he is, he's a very
1: good actor.
0: Oh, dude, 100%. He... Honestly,
1: his brother is my favorite. Buzz? Buzz No, is no, girlfriend. his brother as an actor. Oh, 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 Not... his brother... <laughs> Outside of outside of home alone, he's like my favorite Colkin.
2: Yeah, no, Kieran Colkin is very, very Wait,
0: talented. what?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's Scott Pilgrim. Succession is like my new favorite show. Wait,
0: which one's his brother in real life?
1: Fuller, the one who can't drink soda Rossi, so wets the bed. Yeah.
0: Oh shit. Yeah, that's
1: his actual little brother.
0: Huh. See, I don't know shit.
2: That smile that Fuller gives after he drinks the Pepsi and looks at him though. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so knowing.
0: So basically, as Brian said, the fam's getting ready for a trip to Paris. And this is when Joe Pesci, as one of the robbers, makes his move as pretending to be a cop, asking them where they're going. They tell the cop where they're going. (laughs) They're like, oh, we're going away for a week. We're going to Paris. So he's like, boom, I'm going to get them. I'm robbing the fuck out of this house. And then um, that's when, you know, they start really fucking bullying Kevin, yeah. and it pisses me off, okay? He's an adorable little, like, what is he, six? Eight. Eight?
2: <laughs> Close yeah. enough. And they eat all of his cheese pizza. They eat
0: all of his cheese pizza. <laughs> <laughs> then they, like, blame him. Um, prior to recording, we were talking about th- the favorite line. I'm going to have Matt put it in here, but when... <laughs> what the- does he, like, he spills the...
2: So he... He asks who ate all the cheese pizza. Buzz says that the only way he'll get cheese pizza is if he throws it up so he starts making throw up noises and yells, get a plate <laughs> and and Kevin charges at him and when he charges, Buzz hits the table and it spills all the drinks on everyone's food.
1: Right. And then So Frank
2: another answer
1: would be he spills soda everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just
2: setting up the setting up the moment but in, yeah. in
0: detail. That's what I'm talking about. Frank He's gets up detailed. and is like
2: cleaning off his pants and yells. And he yells look what you did you little jerk look what you did you little jerk (laughs) you
0: little jerk
2: (laughs) it's actually like my
0: favorite quote i i'm like it's (laughs) just like i feel like if one of our uncles said that to me like i feel like (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) what What? that's a a hard blow i know but still
2: well and i think what really bothers me and it's even worse in the second home alone we won't talk about that it's just how quick the parents are just like, well, yep, all this is Kevin's fault. And like well, Buzz just gets off scot-free yeah. all the time.
1: It, you got I'm a little bit more understanding because I don't know if you guys realize this, but growing up, Jamie was very buzz. Um <laughs> she just knew how to set us up to get us in trouble yeah so i feel for the parents Jean There's- was really good at it where she would just like pick on us and then we would do something like grab a knife and threaten to kill all the siblings and <laughs> who would do that we- yeah i wonder
0: who that was
1: <laughs> and we got in trouble
0: yeah dude she god she still gets me even when i'm at tw- i'm 26 she gets me <laughs> and then i get yelled at by mom like you think that there's a time when you stop getting yelled at by your parents but i'm not there yet because i'm still getting yelled at from time to time and i don't ever think i'm wrong so it's (laughs) annoying but yeah so they're like cause calls kevin a jerk kevin's like dude freaking hate my family i hope they all just disappear then he goes to the attic they send this eight-year-old to the attic to sleep (laughs) i mean if this doesn't scream child abuse i don't know what does i was gonna
2: say i was watching it with mom and she was like i would never force any of you into the attic and i'm like well we also couldn't live in the attic like it's not a bed (laughs) i remember i used to
0: think that though i used to be like wow it'd be really cool if my bed was in the attic and then like i went up there in july when it was like 100 degrees
2: (laughs) do you guys know why they're going to paris because this view was the first time I figured out why they were going to Paris. No. No idea. So it's like two or three random lines of dialogue, but one of the groups of kids is the daughters of the uncle who lives in Paris that they're visiting. And it's like, he got a new job in Paris, but he didn't want the girls to go to school in Paris, so they're going to school in America. But he figured he would fly the whole family into Paris for Christmas So he could see his daughters and also see the rest of his family all in one swoop. Huh. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I always (laughs) just
2: thought it was like a random, because I was like, who goes to Paris for Christmas?
0: I mean, that would be be pretty cool to go to Paris for Christmas, but... Yeah,
2: because they dress up the Eiffel Tower. They dress up? Do Do they they do do that? that? No, I have no clue. I'm just
1: assuming. That's a very Disney thing. I don't think that that's a Paris thing. Yeah,
0: Yeah. (laughs) they're just going to dress their fucking tree up. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so annoyed that he just said that and we are both like, They do yeah. <laughs> I like, got picturing like this like big like ceremony of them dressing the tree up like a or dressing the tower up like a tree and people get to like hang ornaments on it.
2: I mean it'd be pretty
1: cool, they should consider it. Right. Yeah. So there's anyways. only been thirty-two deaths this year from the Eiffel Tower Christmas decoration. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So anyway, they they, uh, put them in the attic. Next thing you know, power goes off. They're running late. They're, like, rushing around the house. The annoying-ass Murphy neighbor is just, like, fucking annoying the shit out of the driver. So when the cousin is counting heads, she counts the kid as one of the cousins. And she's like, head count, we're good, let's go. So whatever. They get on the plane. This is another part that, like, fucking really just pisses me off when the parents are talking and she's like i feel like we're forgetting something and they're like going back and forth and then he's like she's like is it the garage and dad's like that's it i forgot to close the garage garage."
2: (laughs) which i'd be freaked out if i was going for a week and the garage was open
0: well but their garage was like different like how my garage is attached to my house their garage is like separate from their house right so like what's what's the worst that could happen someone steals his tools like that's true Um, but yeah, so that, that part, yeah, it's just like, yeah, that's it. You left the fucking garage, but not the kid that you just verbally assaulted the night before.
2: (laughs) Well, that's also, there's that moment where it's another one of those like, God, Uncle Frank sucks moments. Mm -hmm. It's because he's forcing his wife to steal the, the. The utensils yeah, from the place, yeah, yeah. like put them in your purse, put them in your purse. But then when they realize that Kevin's missing, he goes, Well, if it's any consolation, I also forgot my reading glasses. I'm
0: such a dick. <laughs> like, it's like, Who invited that guy? Yeah. <laughs> so Kevin realizes, you know, flash forward. So we got to the part where Kevin's parents are like just thinking they left their garage open, everything's fine. So it flashbacks to Kevin, and Kevin's like, Oh shit, I wish my family away, and they're actually gone. So now he's like, fuck yeah, fuck my family, because he's done. He was yeah. done. He was like, you know what, I'm glad to sleep in the attic. So Kevin starts just, like, living his best life. It's such a good movie, and, like, I hate to be the person to be like, it's so unrealistic, but it is so unrealistic, like, him food shopping and shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like... Oh,
2: never would have thought of <laughs> it. I never... <laughs> I would just be starving to death
0: dude being... yeah like I remember when mom and dad when I lived at home and mom and dad would go on vacation for the weekend I would stay home and like I think their way of punishing me for not going would be like well we're not going food shopping and like the one night I f- <laughs> the only thing in the fridge was a tomato and I just like sliced up a tomato <laughs> and put like salt and pepper on it <laughs> like dinner for one <laughs> so like oh, man. Kevin's just like out here doing big things at eight years old and 100%
2: Brian would have been the version of Kevin that tries to sled down the stairs <laughs> out the door.
0: We used to yes. do that with we used to do that with sleeping bags yeah. on the basement steps. Yeah, we did. Yeah, they're great. Um
1: but I have yeah, no, no like no
0: protection at all. No. <laughs> 100% I would be the one to if this happened, I would immediately go to like the next door neighbor's house. Like I am so, I'm still as an adult afraid to be home alone that it would just not fly of me being like, oh, I wish my family away. So now I'm going to live in this house by myself.
2: Kevin sitting and watching Christmas movies while eating a giant bowl of ice cream is definitely my version. And
0: that Sunday, that Sunday looks fire. (laughs) That looks like Mm. a good ice cream Sunday.
1: I love a good ice cream.
0: I know. I actually just reminded myself of, I like that boulder. That is a nice boulder. boulder.
1: <laughs> I like turtles.
0: <laughs> so Kevin's, you know, out here living his best life, just living in this huge mansion by himself, thinking that, you know, he's living the dream. His parents, family's gone. His wish came true. So then the robbers, they pay their first visit, correct?
2: Uh, So, yeah, because they've been, they've, Pin hitting all the different houses. They're actually in the, the Murphy's house when... The Wet Bandits, right? The Wet Bandits. They're in the Murphy's house when they hear the voicemail confirming that their house is empty. Because they tried to go once, and Kevin just turned on all the lights. So they're like, oh, they. I guess they didn't leave.
0: Right. And then when the family realizes that he's home alone, they immediately call the neighbors to say, Kevin's at home by himself, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So then Kevin this brilliant eight-year-old puts together this whole scheme to pretend that there's a Christmas party at his house.
2: And that party looks rocking from the outside.
0: It is so (laughs) good. And he's like this little cute blondie like dancing while he's like (laughs) moving the people like, oh my God, so good. He fools the fuck out of these guys. Like they are like, oh.
2: (laughs) I think my favorite is the Michael Jordan poster on a train. So it's just, just rolling around the house
0: dude it's genius though it's so good if it was me i'd be like such an idiot like with my hands talking to each other like are you ready for dinner yeah yeah i am like like bigfoot in a goofy movie that would be me and i know that would be brian
1: oh 100 (laughs)
0: after that talent show performance
1: that was a good performance
0: it was it was absolutely amazing i'm sorry the
1: world the world lost their opportunity because there was a bunch of bullies that didn't understand art.
2: <laughs> I will say one of the other things, though, like we were talking about how frustrating Uncle Frank is, but also everyone else on the entire planet who shows no sympathy to this eight year old being like like the police department could not care less. The The people in the France airport could not care less like them trying to get anyone to just change their flight by a day.
0: Well, did not the at one point would the cat- you?
2: I think I, I mean, it depends on the circumstances, but if it's like, no, I think that if I didn't, that old couple had nothing going on that they couldn't wait an extra day.
1: Yeah, absolutely not. But it was (laughs) Christmas. No way. I don't care.
0: No, no, I'm setting. What the, I'm on your side. Would you Relax. (laughs) Uh, Like, you're saying that you would probably take one for the team, but you have to take in consideration that people are traveling for the holidays. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If someone in this family is not missing Christmas, it's fucking mad. (laughs) But to be fair, they still, the Friday flight still got
2: you home in time for Christmas. It just wasn't before, like, it wasn't, like, that was the whole thing because they still, they all took the Friday flight and showed up Christmas morning. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I guess Matt. I guess. I'm just saying.
2: I that made me so angry because at a certain point it's like.
0: Well, at one point the cops do go to their house, right, and they knock on the door, but Kevin's afraid and they just answer. yeah they just
2: knock on the door and like well it must have been a false alarm.
0: Yeah. Like, like <laughs> break the fucking doors now. Like, yeah. Come on. Um. So. Or say anything. Be like yeah, Kevin. It's, it's the, the police. police. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Um. So. Another – before I continue, you know, going on with the movie, I just realized that we didn't talk about this. So Kevin is scared to death of the heater in his basement, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But not the weird fucking mannequins that are in his basement. (laughs) (laughs) Completely unfazed at that. But the heater is throwing him off.
2: Dude, that was the one thing I used to hate about – uncle craig's basement was that he had all those mannequins for halloween just like stacked in random places
0: yeah dude his basement was scary as shit
2: <laughs> he like yeah
0: he, obviously nobody knows who uncle craig is so like he collected all horror movie stuff so like his basement was like he had like the what's the guy, is that guy's pinhead?
2: pinhead he had all the hellraiser he, and he
0: had but he had like their heads like it wasn't like an action figure it was like their heads like he actually might have murdered them and, <laughs> and displayed their heads and just, like, I mean, he also had pinball machines, which were awesome. Yeah, pinball machines like, and the
2: Aliens arcade game. I it was, remember. like,
0: one of the things you didn't want to do is, like, be the last one down there. Because Brian was definitely the type that would, like, run up the steps and turn the lights off on you.
1: <laughs> Bro, I still don't like the dark. I When I have to go in the dark, I karate chop the whole way. Oh, my
2: God, you're an I've <laughs> never realized it before, but he's fucking Mac from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's a he's a lot of different characters. Uh no, but I'm actually on the same boat. I'm scared to death of the dark. Like the second yeah. I turn the lights off at my house, I sprint. I turn into like a uh I don't know, a runner. I don't I don't know the term. A, sprinter. Yeah, yeah a, sp- a sprinter. I'm like r- sprinting right into the room, lock the door behind me like I'm not I'm not right. Uh but anyways, anyways, now that you guys all know that me and Brian are afraid of the dark. Um so the uh, wet bandits realize that Kevin's actually playing them and that he's there by himself. So they're like, oh, we're going to get we're going to get this kid. Yeah. So Kevin comes up with this like master plan to torture the shit out of them. And some of the scenes are so painful for I me to watch,
2: watch. I can't watch the foot into the, Dude, nail. the oh. foot
0: into the nail. I still can't watch it. Like, I have to look away.
2: It's I think it's just because it just you just watch it happen.
0: I'm like cringing right now, even thinking about it. But Daniel Stern, I have to say, Daniel
2: Stern is so fucking funny with the physical comedy of him like falling down
1: the stairs, yeah. like into the basement, and
2: like, yeah, he
1: really doubles down in the second one. Yeah, I, I, I was really let down the most recent time I watched Home Alone, uh,
0: because
1: I swore that the electrocution was in the first one.
2: Uh, no, no, that's the second one where he turns into
1: a skeleton for a second. Yeah,
0: I actually. So, which one do you guys like better, the first or the second?
1: Ooh, that's tough. Daniel Stern, second one, because I love men screaming like women. Yeah. I don't know. I might like the that's second one more.
2: I like the second one a lot. I think that the first one, like the second one is a fun movie. But like I was talking about this with a friend the other day. I forgot how well made the first movie is. Like it's actually like a well made movie. It's yeah. not just like a goofy kids film where the second one is a little bit more of just like a goofy fun kids movie.
0: Yeah, I actually really like both of them. Um I have to say, I don't even know if I have a favorite. Yeah. I I really enjoy both of them. Didn't but one of you love three? I was just getting there. <laughs> I fucking love the third one. Like I don't know do, what one, I know. It's bad. Do, do, it's do. bad. Do. It's bad. But I love the third one. <laughs> now, See, I, it, now I'm not saying the third one is my favorite by any means, but people hated the third one and I loved it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing: perfect movie, the the beginning of Home Alone one. And then once the airport thing happens, Home Alone 2. Okay. That is a perfect movie.
2: I will um, I will say, and Brian and I talked about this briefly uh, before we started recording, <clears throat> but my favorite uh, as- character aspect, whatever, in Home Alone is uh, John Candy's cameo is the Polka King, who saves the mom. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, there's a documentary series on Netflix right now called The Movies That Made Us, and they did an episode on the making of Home Alone. And John Candy was the only person that John Hughes allowed to improvise on set, so every line of dialogue in that scene is just him coming up with shit off the top of his head yeah, to try think, to make her laugh.
0: I think you told me that before. Yeah. That's actually awesome. Yeah, like I you, love like fun facts like that about movies.
2: And you just watch him just like rattling off these weird random shit, dude. When it, I it didn't used to make me laugh as a kid, but like now as an adult who like understands like. When something is a hit single, when he's describing, he's like, that was our big hit. We sold 623 copies of it. It's like,
0: I just like, I'm like the worst with when one person, like, if the actors in one movie, I sh- I struggle to think of them as any other character. So like I just always think of him as Uncle Buck eating yeah. the big meat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or no, it's the the great outdoors. He's eating the giant. Yeah, is he Uncle Buck? Hey. He's also Uncle Buck. Though. Oh, am I getting movie. him? Yeah. No.
0: Whoops. So, Whoever he is in that movie, that's what I picture. So R-I-P. Uncle
2: Buck is how Home Alone happened. Okay. Was John Hughes made Uncle Buck, and that was Macaulay Culkin's first acting role, and John Hughes was like that kid's a lot of fun. Yeah, He's like, I should write a whole movie for that kid. And that's like why he sat down and wrote home alone. Was he just was like, that kid's got a talent. I want to make him a star. Yeah. But, uh, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then, you know, I'll tell you what
1: I don't like, I'll tell you what message I don't like in this movie. If you have a creepy old man on your street <laughs> and everyone thinks that he does sick things, he's not a nice guy. Don't don't convey that message to children that the creepy old man at the corner of your street is actually a nice guy that you should befriend by yourself.
0: Well, Cuz you shouldn't. I mean, you're making it like way deeper than it was. Didn't they yeah. just say that he like murdered people?
1: Yeah. They were like he he murdered people and got away with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought it was something sick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he didn't approach the old man the old man approached him right which is worse
1: that well, is so much
2: worse but he approached him at a church and yeah. was just like hey was... you're sitting alone at the church well, that where zero percent of yeah. molestation happens yeah, yeah that's true <laughs> but no i i actually think that uh
0: yeah well, I, damn it brian you ruin everything
2: it. i you know what despite that i actually i would say that that scene in the church is one of like my favorite christmas moments like that's as far because as that's your future Like, Jesus, (laughs) so sad. But yeah, like him just, you know, sitting down and having like a a very adult conversation about forgiveness and family. and, And like, it's a very, it's the most like, when I think of really upbeat, positive moments in Christmas movies that like really sum up what Christmas should be about, like that is top five for me of those moments where you're like, yeah, that is why I love this holiday is that idea that you can, get forgiven for like the things that you've done in the past and try to start anew.
0: Yeah. Well, so at just, you know, to finish going through the movie, at the end of the movie, Kevin goes up to Mount Crumpet and he realizes that his neighbor loves Christmas and his heart grows three sizes.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I think my favorite scene is when uh is when Kevin is trying to go through his uh planner and he's just like dinner with myself dinner with myself can't cancel that again i've done it three times i think that is the best it's between that and when he's yelling at his own echo
0: dude and how cute is the neighbor cindy lou oh
1: my god dude And what about when kevin was a little ugly fucking green thing <laughs>
0: So, background on this. One, Brian, we can never do a prank again because I can't help laughing at myself. But so, Brian texted me this morning and said, quick, let's fuck with Matt. We should keep mentioning scenes from The Grinch, but act like it's Home Alone. <laughs> and, like, I loved it, but I forgot about it. Me <laughs> it's 22 minutes. Yeah. I, I forgot completely too. forgot about it. And then it just clicked. And I was like, all right, I'm just going <laughs> to randomly through this in here and see if it works. And it did not work. <laughs> I'm so pissed because it was such a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> but we went way too far into talking about Home Alone. <sighs> well, we tried. <laughs> it was a good idea, Brian. I'm sorry. Yeah, that we just we, we just remember. forgot. Yeah, we got. Yeah, it. I think it was because of how good your summary was of the movie. Like that was your time to do it.
1: <laughs> I know. You're like so.
0: So Kevin's this little like green ugly thing that lives
1: in
0: <laughs> 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 lives in a big house. Kate's Christmas. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so the they basically get slaughtered. For some reason, they just, like, don't give up. They keep trying. Like, I'm sorry, the first time anything bad happened to me, I'd be like, that's a wrap. This isn't worth yeah. it. This is not yeah. worth it.
2: That's the game I like to play. Where's the point where I would have quit? And it's right around when the BB gun gets yeah. shot into my balls or in my face. <laughs> Dude,
0: like... that's what I'm saying. Like, give it up. Just go to the next house. Like, you... They've already
2: robbed all the other houses. That's the thing, too. Like, or, like, go could...
0: to a new neighborhood. Like, yeah. why are you hanging out? You're going to get... <laughs> so... You know, flash forward, they get caught, obviously. They get brutally <laughs> beaten by an eight-year-old, and then they get caught and get arrested. And the neighbor comes and saves the day. Yeah. The creepy neighbor, as Brian would say, but he was the hero. Yeah. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm getting more pissed off that they're promoting a scary neighbor being the hero. <laughs> you ruin everything, and it's so annoying, Brian, but... Um, and then, you know, his parents come home. Like, he wakes up the next day, right? He, fuck- he goes to bed. He wakes up the next day and his parents are home.
2: Well, he wakes up. They The way that they do it is that he wakes up and they, they aren't home yet. So he's just like, well, I guess this is it. And he just sits down forever. to have, like, Christmas by himself. And then the mom comes in. Right, 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 right. And mm-hmm. the whole squad comes in. One of the best actresses out there. Oh, Catherine the O'Hare is so funny.
0: Yeah. So, and then that, you know, that basically wraps it up. Something that I thought of... <laughs> That is kind of, like, in the movie, but it always pissed me off. Or, like, I said, it's kind of in the movie. No shit. It's kind of in, like, the middle of the movie. Is when Kevin's eating dinner by himself before he, like, goes to prank them. Yeah, he makes our beautiful mac and cheese. Yeah, but he has a glass of milk on the side. And that's so much fucking dairy, it makes me sick. <laughs> I'm, like, annoyed that he has... A, and it's a big-ass glass of milk. <laughs> but that, I was just... That's just screaming for diarrhea.
2: He, just, he did a very poor job If he's planning. lactose intolerant. Yeah, he did a poor job planning that dinner, too, because he's, like, literally he's sitting. He's about to eat, and then
0: the thing goes off, that it's, like, 9 o'clock. Man. I know. And whatever happened to that? Is it just still sitting on the table? I'm just
2: sitting there. All, all that mayhem no one thought about. It's got feathers in it now from when he yeah.
0: So, Brian, since you're, like, pretty tight with the uh, cast of Home Alone – uh, I don't know if you listen to my podcast, usually I would guess that you do, because that's what a supporting sibling does. I do. Um, but we do a new-ish segment, When It's Fitting, called Where the uh, Actor's At Now. And yeah, then, I saw that with... Yeah, uh with uh, The Office. With The Office. So why don't you tell us what Macaulay Culkin's up to these days?
1: Um, You know, he's, he's hanging out. He's a good guy. Uh, he's not really smoking crack as much. And that's really it, man. I mean, he's I uh, he's working on a play called uh, – I forget what it's called. Um, but he's good, and Buzz is morbidly obese. He's very, very fat. Um, Buzz's girlfriend broke up with Buzz and married a friend of me and Matt's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. And- I'm, I, just shut up. I mean, I really, really was expecting you to do more for me, but you're just not – um, so I will tell you a little bit about each person. I didn't realize that Macaulay Culkin got married at age 18. Yeah. Did you guys know that?
2: Yeah, I remember that because it was a big pretty deal. wild.
0: Um, and the fact that Mila Kunis ended up dating him, that's pretty fucking wild. I know this is old news, but this is what he was doing, you know, as an adult after him alone when he wasn't a child. Oh, shit. He is apparently dating Brenda Song. Do you guys know who that is? Nope. She was from Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. She's like a uh, Asian actress. She's actually really pretty. Um, allegedly, he's still he's still dating her, and he has a podcast called Bunny Ears. <laughs> Since you're such a fan, Brian, do you listen to that?
1: No, no, no. I'm not a fan of his work. I'm just a fan of him are as you, a person. Are you on his wiki page?
0: No, I'm on.
2: So I am on his wiki page, and it says in December of 2018, he held a Twitter contest to choose his new middle name that he would legally change it to. The winning middle name was Macaulay Culkin. So he legally (laughs) changed his name to Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin Culkin.
0: Oh, my God. I cannot. (laughs) Joe Pesci. (laughs) Joe Pesci
1: did recently start in the Irishman.
0: Yep, And then he's in, you know, Goodfellas Casino. Um, he's always playing like a mobster kind of guy. I actually really love Joe Pesci, to be honest.
2: He um, apparently, again, the thing I learned from that Netflix documentary was that he was so not used to saying, not saying the word fuck in a movie because that's you know what he's known for is just cursing like a sailor. Yeah. That he's the one that came up with the idea that if he can't curse, he wants to mutter like a Looney Tunes cartoon every time he gets hurt. <laughs> <heard.
0: laughs> Oh, that's amazing! Because he really does that. Yeah, just like, bada, bada, bada. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. They don't really have much on Daniel Stern, who plays Marv. Um,
1: he was in that one movie, Bushwhacked. Oh,
2: Bushwhacked. I thought you were going to. Uh, he was in that movie, the the roller derby movie, a couple years ago. Uh, Whip it.
0: Whip it. No, I never saw that. It's good. Um, Catherine O'Hara, who never plays heard of her. the mom. Uh, she was obviously in Beetlejuice, but that was prior to Home Alone, correct? Yep. So the mom, Catherine O'Hara, she is um, multiple TV series, Glenn Martin DDS. I don't
2: know. I know the big one for her right Skylanders now is just is Creek. Creek. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and then the father, John Hurd, was. Um,
2: He's dead now, right? I think he passed away like a year or two ago.
0: Yeah. He died suddenly in 2017 at age 71. Prior to his death, he appeared in a number of well-known films in addition to his role as Kevin's loving but forgetful father, <laughs> including <laughs> Gladiator, Beaches, and The Guardian. He took on the role of a detective for five episodes in The Sopranos, which I did not know, and we watch The Sopranos often, because oh. that's, like, Kenny's favorite show.
2: Do you remember that detective?
0: No, that's what I just said. I didn't oh. <laughs> realize that. Um, so, Well,
2: that was Home Alone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that was that was home alone for those of you who didn't see it now you don't have to um but i highly suggest that you should cuz i didn't i didn't i mean maybe there's no one that's going to listen to this and has never seen home alone i really hope that's the case um but i just like to be mindful of those who haven't watched it which can you imagine if someone didn't watch
2: <laughs> i can't even yeah like it it was at a time it was the 3rd highest grossing movie of all time behind star wars and et like everyone has had to have seen it
0: i'm sure but just in case there wasn't um i hope you all enjoyed this different episode of my favorite episode for the holiday seasons i hope everyone has a wonderful holiday and a happy new year and tune in next time for another episode thank you matt and brian for joining us
2: i want to throw one thing out there as well for the new year um Based on a suggestion that I got from a a podcasting producing class I took, uh, I was told that a really fun thing to do with your listeners is offer an incentive for giving us five-star reviews on our different podcasting apps, so... If you rate and review the podcast and give us five stars, you'll be part of our Nielsen ratings, which is when we'll read what your review was on iTunes on the air. So, And uh, who
0: doesn't want that type of attention?
2: Yeah. So go and give us some five star reviews.
0: We very much would appreciate any reviews, any feedback uh unless it's negative then keep it to yourself (laughs) uh thanks guys that wraps it up this time wrapping it up round two but i think matt is done talking so again thank you matt and brian for joining us happy holidays everyone and have a great uh new year